And welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one soulful page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Rosh Hashanah 33, we have a big question. It's a question about education. More specifically, how shall we teach our children? The rabbis begin the page by talking about the shofar. And they ask, well, you know, is it permissible to let kids play the shofar. The shofar, after all, is a holy instrument. The whole point of it is to blow it with kavanah, with intention. It is a mitzvah, not just some fancy ram-based trumpet. But the rabbis say it is actually very important to let children play around with a shofar. Have a listen. The Mishnah further states, rather, one occupies himself with them, meaning children, encouraging and instructing children until they learn how to sound it properly. Rabbi Elazar said this applies even when Rosh Hashanah occurs on Shabbat. It is that important. This is also taught in a Baraita. One occupies himself with children until they learn to sound the shofar properly, even on Shabbat. And one does not prevent the children from sounding the shofar on Shabbat. And needless to say, one does not prevent them on the festival of Rosh Hashanah that occurs on a weekday. The rabbis are so specific here. Let the children, they say, blow the shofar until they learn how to do it properly, until they learn how to perform the mitzvah, which strikes me as a tremendously useful piece of advice to us parents who sometimes grapple with this question of how do we teach our children to do something, not just, you know, technically, not just the ins and outs of how to perform a certain mitzvah, but really getting to a point where they understand their intention when they do it because they want to do it. And this brought to mind a wonderful, heartwarming story that I heard from our next guest and our longtime producer. Hello, Josh Cross. Hey, Leo. How's it going? Never better. Now tell me the story of your son Miles's first bar mitzvah. Well, I think we may have talked about it before, but the short version is that about 18 months into the prep for his bar mitzvah, And for those who don't know, my family is mostly secular atheist, but very strongly feel Jewish. So he's preparing for a bar mitzvah, and he's at the Manhattan Sephardic congregation because it's in French. It was great. Except he looks up at me and says, dude, I don't believe most of this stuff, and it just feels wrong to do it. And I said, okay. And so instead of doing a regular reading the Torah bar mitzvah, I said, you're still going to do some work for this. And so we went and interviewed all sorts of family members and my rabbi and all sorts of folks about what it meant to them to be Jewish. He made calls to Israel and France and all over the place, and he gave a speech talking about what it meant to them and to him. We also have all the tape of all these conversations because, of course, I record everything. And so it was a really neat way for someone who wanted to feel part of our tradition but didn't feel right in doing it the traditional way. And so that's what we did right at the normal time you'd expect him to do his bar mitzvah. And so that put Miles in a position in which he still wasn't feeling ready, he still wasn't feeling connected, but at least you found a way to sort of tether him into the tradition. Now, give us the update of what has happened since. Well, he's always been a bit obsessive about the things he cares about, and I appreciate that. I've certainly noticed that in the past year or two that he was showing that he felt more connection to his history and family and his faith, or whatever you want to call it, regardless of what he believes. He even recently got himself a name chain with his Hebrew name on it, and everything, and and was learning Hebrew and Yiddish on Duolingo just because he wanted to. And he says to me, you know, I kind of want to redo my bar mitzvah the uh, right way. And I said, yeah, you want to do that? And and he says, I just kind of want to go through the thing. I think that 
regardless of what I believe, it's going to be more meaningful now. And he's 16 and a junior in high school, and he's taking five AP classes, and he's really busy, and he's working his butt off. But he decided that it's important for him to do it. He was motivated enough to carve out the time for it. And this, I think, is exactly what the rabbis were talking about in today's stuff. Teach your children well enough and for long enough until they get to the point where they know and want to perform these mitzvot, these commandments, so nothing is wrote and everything feels deeply, deeply meaningful and rooted. Josh Cross, thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks for having me. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>